When it comes to raising capital, you have three types of investors that you're going to be talking to and looking for. You have individual investors. Those are your retail investors, high net worth individuals, um, accredited and non-accredited, depending on what you're doing, what type of fund you're after. Then you have your institutional investors, which can be private or public. They can be equity shops or uh, institutional um, investment firms. And then you have your debt investors, which could be banks or institutions or private investors that invest in debt. So those are the three types of capital that are out there. So when it comes to raising capital, most people are looking for equity capital. So that's going to come from either an institutional investor or it's going to come from a private investor. So number one, in this day and age, in this current environment, we're in 2020 now or 2021 now with uh, the coronavirus pandemic and everything that we've seen um, on the um, economic scale that we're dealing with, uh, preservation of capital is the most important thing that private investors, institutional investors are after. Number one, you want to preserve your capital. You don't want to lose money. So from an investor's perspective, when they are looking at placing capital, uh, they're looking at putting it in things that are going to preserve the capital, number one, grow the capital, number two, and hedge against inflation, number three, uh, which is a very real indication and a very real consequence of what's going on right now uh, in terms of monetary policy and especially with monetary policy moving forward in some of the, some of the things that are being contemplated by the federal government. So when you are looking to raise capital, investors are looking for preservation of capital, growth of capital, they want to outpace inflation, and they want to know that you know what you're doing. So you have to convey confidence to the investor that you are confident, you know what you're doing, you're solid. So that means you have to be focused, you can't be all over the place. So you can't be raising capital for this deal, that deal, and this other deal, unless that's what you do, you're a broker dealer and you're raising for different uh, types of investments, that's a different different thing. But if you're a real estate uh, fund or real estate syndicator, if you are an equity capital in, uh, investor, equity capital firm, if you're a venture capital firm and you're raising money from investors to do acquisitions uh, and things like that, you have to be focused. You have to have a solid business plan. You need to be focused on a central uh, goal. You have to have a solid thesis and it helps to have a track record. So if you're just getting started, you need to align yourself with other people that may have a track record. Uh, if you are experienced, seasoned, sophisticated, then uh, your track record will speak for itself. But you have to convey that confidence through competency in your thesis and in your background of successful raises or successful projects and successful exits. And uh, you, you definitely need to be an expert in your space. So there are different types of people watching this right now at different levels of the game. And what we're talking about is how to raise unlimited capital, the keys to the vault. And that is uh, conveying confidence through competency and that your thesis is effective and that it works. And uh, some people are excited about opportunities to get it on the ground floor of deals that haven't been done yet in the venture capital world, equity capital world. You might have uh, some sort of a, a business plan or idea or concept or technology uh, that really resonates and makes sense. Your concept, your business plan, your investment needs to be simple. It needs to be easily understood by investors. Uh, a one-page executive summary should be sufficient to convey the value of what it is that you're offering. If it's a real estate syndication, uh, obviously there's a lot more that comes into play in terms of the performas, 
the economics of the deal, the offering memorandum, things like that. You have your private placement, your offering memorandum, PP, uh, private placement agreement, offering memorandum, things of that nature. Um, but you want to keep it simple. On the initial stage of seeking capital and courting investors, you want to keep it all simple. You want to make sure it's easy to understand. Uh, and the most important thing to remember is you want to um, go where the appetite is for what you have to offer. So just like um, institutional lenders of debt, banks and uh, you know debt funds, everybody has a different appetite. So private investors, individual investors, equity investors, institutional investors and lenders, they all have different appetites. So you wanna make sure that you're not trying to force a deal or an investment on investors that are not interested in what you have to offer. Uh, there are a lot of times you can search institutional uh, investor websites to find out what they're looking for, what kind of deals they're looking to place capital into. For individual investors, you want to make sure they align with what you're doing. So you need to get yourself out there. You need to have video and social media presence. It needs to be all congruent across all platforms that conveys very clearly uh, what it is that you have to offer, what you're all about your brand, your image, your investments, your thesis, all of that needs to be communicated very clearly and easily identifiable across all platforms so that when somebody goes to look at you and they go to vet you and find out what is it you, that you do, you need to be consistent across all your platforms because people are going to research you and find out what you're doing. And you need to speak clearly and succinctly about what it is that you do, the value that you offer invest in, investors and how you protect preserve and grow their capital. So they need to be able to see that very clearly and quickly. And you have to have it out there across all platforms and you need to be consistent. The number one mistake that most people make when raising capital and growing their capital raising efforts is that they let the foot off the gas. They take their foot off the gas. Once they get their deal funded or their pipeline full, they stop um, continuing to court new investors. So you need to always be raising. So um, you need to be consistently putting out content, consistently staying in front of your market, consistently growing your market, and consistently courting investors, whether that's individual, institutional, whatever it is, you need to always be in front of them. Real estate, business, equity, venture capital. It's all about relationships. At the end of the day, raising capital is all about relationships. It's a contact sport. So the more people that you talk to, the more opportunities you're going to have. But again, you want to be making sure that you're talking to the right audience. You want to make sure that you, you uh, go to the audience that's looking for the deals that you have to offer. And it's not always about the deal. A, a lot of times it's about the relationship, the individuals. So you wanna build rapport, build relationships, warm your market up, warm your contacts up, and uh, make sure that you stay in front of them, stay in touch with them, and be sincerely interested in their goals and how you can help them, which is to preserve and grow their capital and to beat inflation. Right now, everybody's kind of happy with that. A lot of investors are looking for yield. And then you have your margin investors that are looking for the big hits. Uh, and a lot of investors make a mistake. Number one, the, the number one biggest mistake they make is taking their foot off the, off the gas and they stop cultivating new relationships with investors when they complete their raise or fill their fund. And then they wait till the next deal fund or opportunity comes around before they start um, going back to the well again and uh, trying to raise more capital. 
The second mistake they make is they talk, they spend too much time talking about the deal and not enough time getting to know the investor. Now, again, this is about knowing your investor, okay? So some investors, and especially after you develop, develop the relationship, they're all about the deal. They just wanna know, give me the numbers and I'll decide whether or not it's something I wanna do. And they'll look at it and they'll vet it on their own. Others, it's more about the relationship. They wanna to get to know, like, and trust you. They need to be able to know, like, and trust you. Once that's been established, then it can be all about the deal and you can just circulate deals in front of them. Um, the third thing that people do is they don't have a business plan for raising capital. So raising capital is a business just like anything else. It's a strategy, it's a business, it's a system, there's techniques and there's ways to go about it and ways not to go about it. Number one, you gotta have the right audience. You wanna target the right audience, make sure that you're bringing the right kind of deal to the right kind of audience. You wanna feed their appetite. Everybody's got different appetites. Everybody has different return requirements, different thresholds that they need to meet. So you wanna make sure that you're presenting the right audience with the right deal at the right time. Timing is 100% of the game. And just because uh, you know, if you receive a no today, it may not be a no tomorrow. So you wanna stay in front of that uh, investor, stay in front of that fund and make sure that you're constantly staying in front of them. The second thing is the business plan. If you need to raise capital for a deal and you want to raise more capital, then you need to reverse engineer and understand what that business plan of the contact system is. You need an investor portal, an investor management system so that you can understand the metrics of how much capital you need to raise and what it takes to get there. So if you need to raise $100 million and you know that you need to talk to a thousand investors to get enough commitments to raise that hundred million dollars. Then you want to make sure that you're constantly bringing a thousand new investors into your pipeline, uh, so that uh, so of those thousand investors, maybe five hundred of them turn into actual uh, fulfillment of the commitment. And the other thing is where a lot of uh, a lot of capital raisers make mistakes is they um, think that the commitment is going to equal the actual call of the capital. So you always wanna get at least 50% to even double the amount of commitments that you need for the actual capital you're trying to raise. Because a lot of times when you call the capital, maybe the timing's not right, maybe they're in another deal, maybe they're waiting for something. So you just never know what could happen. Somebody might be in today, but then you know a month from now when you call the capital, they may not be in. So you always wanna be raising more than you think you need and going after more investors than you think you need in your pipeline and reverse engineer that. So if you think you need a thousand, get 2000 in there. If you think you need uh, 500 commitments, get a thousand commitments. If you think you need to raise a hundred million in, in, in capital, raise 150 to 200 million in terms of commitments. So um, those are some of the biggest mistakes that people make when trying to raise capital. And um, so if you want the keys to the vault, if you want to unlock your ability to raise unlimited capital, number one, it's a relationship business. It's a contact sport. You need to always be growing your network, growing your market, letting people know what it is you do. You need to be professional, polished, competent, informed. You need to be an expert in your space. Now, if you don't have the track record, then you need to align yourself with those that do have the track record that have successfully executed on the business plan and the thesis that you're after. You do not want to be bouncing from one thing to another. One day you're raising for this group, the next day you're raising for that group, the next day you're raising for this deal, the next day you're raising for that deal. So you want to be consistent in your core competency so that when people look at you, they know that you're consistent, you're stable, you know what you're doing, you're an expert in your space and that your thesis has been proven, that your investment strategy works and it's been proven through different business cycles or you align yourself with others who have proven themselves out through business cycles. So for me personally, um, the capital 
knocks on my door. So um, I've been in the business long enough. And when you're in the business long enough, you attract capital by the things that you do. You know, people see what you're doing. They see that you're successful and they want to be part of that. So you need to share what it is you're doing. You need to have your elevator pitch, your one-liner ready at all times. When people ask you what it is that you do, you want to make sure that you're ready to explain what you do. Hey, I invest in commercial real estate in the Southeast, primary retail and office, class A, B, and uh primary, secondary, tertiary markets, whatever it is you're after. And, um, you know, we offer investors better than average returns in stable uh, properties that are insured and secured. Um, so depending on what type of investment you offer. So you just want to make sure that you're clear. You don't want to say, yeah, we invest in office, retail, uh, multifamily, warehouse, industrial, any kind of real estate all over the country. So you want to be very targeted, very focused. Hey, we, we invest in single tenant, triple net, properties in this primarily in the Northeast uh, with these types of companies, you know, uh, with these types of credit tenants, uh, these types of properties. So, you know, it could be restaurant, could be pharmacies, could be auto, you know, quick lube, could be, um, you know, med express type things, whatever it is. So you want to make sure that your um, strategy is consistent, that your thesis is solid and that you are focused on what you do geographically and uh, from a business plan standpoint. And if you are working on um, a single type of asset or a single type of business, then you can broaden your geography and you can be nationwide. But you know, if you are going to be focused in a uh, narrow geography, then you might need to broaden your asset uh, base a little bit and the types of companies that you're investing in, but you still wanna be focused. You don't wanna be taking the shotgun approach and you know, putting everything in front of everybody. So there's an old saying, you just throw things up against the wall till something sticks. You do not want to do that when you're raising capital. You want people to take you serious. You want them to see value when they look at you. You want them to see expertise and competency and confidence when they look at you. So you want to make sure that when you are presenting opportunities that you will be taken seriously. And the way to do that is to be consistent, to be focused, and to make sure that all of your presence online is consistent and focused and uh, that it's all congruent across all the platforms and conveys exactly what it is you do, what you have to offer and how you can help investors grow, uh, preserve, grow and um, keep their capital investments safe for the long run. And, uh, and again, understand the different types of investors, what they're looking for, what their appetite is and um, make sure that you bring the right deal to the right investors at the right time um, so that uh, you look like you know what you're doing and you're not trying to fit a uh, round peg in a square hole or a square peg in a round hole. Um, so you want to make sure that you um, serve them what it is they're looking for and uh, make sure that you understand what type of opportunities and deals that those different investors and different types of investors may be looking for.